Hello there, and uh, welcome to the Purpose Devotionals. I'm your host, Natalie, and um, how are you? It's probably been a bit of a while, just over a week, and I guess most of us are hearing that question quite a bit. I feel like I I kind of grow uh, a bit uh, reluctant to hear that. Does that make sense? Who knows? But I um, don't want to say tired, but uh, just hearing the term, how are you doing? How are you? And that's been the theme for 2020 and it looks like it's just uh, kind of rolling over to 2021. But um, prayerfully, it won't be too long. I mean, it will be, a, it's good to for someone to ask, how are you? It's not a bad thing, but I guess uh, when people ask how you are doing <laughs> pertaining to the um, pandemic, <laughs> I think that kind of changes the tone a bit. So um, anyways, uh, without me continuously babbling, <laughs> I genuinely do want to know how you have been doing. And um, me, myself, I have been generally just really centering myself, um, focusing more on um, studying the word and just spending time with God, fasting. I would say that um, at this moment, especially the whole uh, lockdown, uh, we have gone through our third lockdown here in the UK. So that has definitely given me um, plenty of time to actually ponder and think about um, my walk with God, moreover, uh, trying not to go the other way where people are despairing thinking about the future but actually just uh, increasing uh, the faith which very much ties in to today's topic which I have titled it resisting anxiety now just before I make a start just I'll just do a quick prayer Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for blessing us again for another week. Oh, Lord, you are good, and we acknowledge you today. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you bless the listeners. May the word that is that is sown in their hearts multiply and bring forth fruit. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. All right, then. So, um, like I said, oh, Also, just to kind of swipe this in, if you haven't checked out the Purpose Devotionals website, do check it out. There's regular blogs that are uploaded a couple of times a week, at least one time a week. Um, There's plenty of resources on there as well. Just uh, uh, there's plenty of information on there on developing your walk, your faith, your purpose. And especially the blogs will definitely help you just really um, think about certain topics and just how you view things and how the world views things, which is very much tied into this podcast, The Purpose Pod. So um, as I was saying, yes, the title is called Resisting Anxiety. Now, the reason why I named it Resisting Anxiety is because I've you know, like I was saying earlier on, people are asking, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And that pertains to the pandemic that's going on in the world. Now, I don't know about you, but I completely locked out every source of news from the beginning of the pandemic, because I naturally, I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to fill myself with faith if you watch the news, it's pure fear, okay? 
you're not going to want to leave your house and the things that you see people wearing to try and cover themselves to prevent them from catching this virus sometimes you think to yourself wow like you know you you risk yourself every day you cross the road if you drive driving that's another risk if you take a plane that's another risk you just risk yourself everywhere so you can't focus on just thinking about oh let me protect myself from the flu when there's so many other hazards around so um yeah so definitely that's what i was doing since the beginning of the pandemic and if you haven't already i would definitely recommend that or at least minimize your intake of news because whatever you watch is what you take in is what you absorb it's it's basically affecting the way you think it's affecting your mind you may not notice it because it's very subtle but um another example would be <clears throat> pardon me, when I would watch uh, these very ratchet shows and without even noticing, I realized that I would be talking like the shows and these shows will be based in the US and I'll find myself talking with a US accent <laughs> as if I was there on the show. And as you can tell, I do not have that accent, but I would use terms. And where would I get that from? Newsflash, what I was watching. So um, definitely I would recommend just Try and pay attention to what you've been watching, how long you watch it for, just how you spend your time, because that's what you feed your mind with, right? So um, resisting anxiety. The reason I said resisting is because you have a choice, okay? You have a choice to resist. You have a choice to not let your hearts be troubled. And this scripture actually came into my mind pretty um, recently, just now, when Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. So if you realize, if you realize Jesus is almost giving us a command, he's not saying try to not let your heart be troubled. He's saying, do not let your hearts be troubled. And that scripture is John chapter 14, verse one, which says, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Now, everything is said in that scripture because he says to not let yourself, your hearts be troubled. And it also says to believe. So in order to not let your heart be troubled is to believe in him and to believe in God, right? So if you believe in him and you believe in God, that allows you to resist and not allow your heart to be troubled, right? It's, it's almost like an equation, almost. And some people are like, oh, it's not that easy, my thoughts. But that's where the word of God comes in. How much time are you spending in the word of God? Again, if you're watching these shows, you're watching any show, it could be, it's not saying that you should cut you should cut out any shows that you're watching that you find entertaining. However, I think it's probably worth questioning, what exactly is that giving me? How is that benefiting me? What am I taking away from this show? Am I, um, am I growing as a person or am I just getting this pure entertainment and time is just passing by? Because <laughs> it is because we're already February, so time is definitely going somewhere. <laughs> but the question is, what exactly are you doing with your time, right? So I wanted to kind of uh, pinpoint just the meaning of the word anxiety, because sometimes a lot of people throw that word out and you know people don't really understand what exactly that means. Now, I took this definition from the website <clears throat> and it's called, so it's, what is anxiety? Okay. Anxiety is an emotion categorized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes like increase of blood pressure. 
People with anxiety disorders usually have recurring intrusive thoughts or concerns. They avoid certain situations out of worry. Now, that just describes everything, right? And if you notice, it says physical changes like an increase in blood pressure. So not only does anxiety affect the thoughts because the thoughts are reoccurring, but it's also affecting your physical body. Like that, that is, that causes sickness. And in the Bible, it says sickness is not your portion. So you don't have to receive it or accept it. Right. And it also says they avoid certain situations out of worry. So that's not even living a life that's living in a bubble. So, for example, um, the examples I used earlier on when people are overprotecting themselves from this virus. Now, I'm not saying that the virus doesn't exist, but you're overprotecting yourself from this virus causing this big shield around you. But then you can cross the road and anything can happen or the plugs, the electric plugs, and anything can happen. Or you can go on the plane and anything can happen. Or anything can happen. So you can't really think that just because you're protecting yourself from one thing, right, that you can now preserve yourselves in all other areas. The only one that does that is God. The only one that can protect you is Christ. So, um, that's uh, just what I wanted to add to that and just something for you to really like ponder on, especially with the definition of anxiety. Another thing I would like to point over to you is the parable of the sower. I really like this one because this was something that God really, uh, the whole, God really through the Holy Spirit brought to my attention because I didn't realize that I was worrying, right? So uh, again, in the definition of anxiety, it says worried thoughts. So worry, it's something about what if, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if this doesn't happen? What if I don't get the, what if you don't get the job? What if you, you don't get the promotion? Or what if you, this person leaves? Or, you know, all these worries and these things, they may not have happened, but you're worrying as if, the could be is causing that fear in you and that anxiety and then ultimately it affects your body so um the parable of the sower i really like that one because the holy spirit was um actually brought me brought it to my attention because i was reading the word but i still had this heavy weight on my shoulders so to speak and um it really brought to my attention that that was blocking the word of God to bring fruit into my life, into my heart. So it's almost like you're sowing a seed somewhere, uh, you plant it in the ground, and then you keep digging it back up. So it can't bear fruit if you're digging it back up and you're not watering it. So just to start at Matthew chapter 13, if you want to read along with me, it's chapter 13, and I'm going to start reading from verse 3. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came <clears throat> and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. 
Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, sorry, let them hear. Okay, so, and then everyone's around Jesus. They're like, oh, okay, you know, uh, what does this mean, etc. They ask him to elaborate. And then he elaborates to his disciples what exactly this parable means. Okay. And I'm going to read from verse 18. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. Carrying on verse 21. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Verse 22. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. Verse 23, but the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. Now, just from that description, I'm wondering whether you're thinking, do I relate to any of these situations? You might not be aware. You might, you might not. You know, your your faith might be pretty good and you might be like, well, you know what? I feel like I am actually gaining fruit, which is great. That's really good. That means the word of God that you're reading is actually making an effect on you, on your heart, and you're changing as a person and you're actually acknowledging that, which is even better because sometimes things can change and people are like, huh? Like, really? Did that change? So good for you. But just I want to focus on a specific verse, especially the one that the Holy Spirit touched on in regarding me. Now, it said, verse 22, the seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. Now, we're talking about worry again. The topic of this podcast is anxiety. So once again, this pops up. So you see how anxiety and worry can really block from block you from receiving from God. So you could be saying, I really want to hear from God. Or you could even be saying, I just want to know what path am I supposed to take? Now, it says God speaks to us through his word, right? Yes, he does. <laughs> so if he speaks to you through the word and you have worries and you're thinking about all these things and you have reoccurring thoughts, how is how are you going to be sensitive to what he's actually saying? How are you going to be sensitive to him telling you, this is the purpose I want for your life? How are you going to hear him say, I do not want you to take that job or I do not want you to go this way, go the other way or drop this person from your life? How are you going to hear that if you're worrying about the future or things that just haven't happened, right? So when you do that, what this means is that you're making it God over your life. It's like it's becoming bigger than God, almost as if if this happens, no one can help me. It's almost like you're saying that, but God is 
bigger than that. And it says to make every thought captive. The Bible says to make every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. So when you make it obedient to Christ, that means whatever happens, you're like, God will help me. He will take me out of this. I will get through this. I am not alone. That's the one thing that I I, I just love that I also realized recently that I don't have to deal with things alone. These things that you're worrying about, you don't have to go through it alone. God is with you. He said that he'll be with you and within you. So that's a double, that's a double blessing. So just something to think about that the worries of this life, and also just notice it says, and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word. Now, so many things are going on in this world. You're seeing people win awards. You're seeing people get promotions. Have you ever wondered like, oh, this person looks like everything is going great for this person. But you're wondering, when is your blessing coming? Now, do you know that when you think about that and you focus on having the things of the world, that also distracts your mind because you start thinking about things you can gain and your mind gets taken away from the word of God, from his promises. Because Jesus said, I came to give you life and life in abundance. How can you pay attention to receive that life if you're looking at probably the car someone's driving or the bag someone has or the job they have? Those are material things. Now, it's not saying that God won't bless you with that. It's only saying that that can't be your God. Your mind can't be filled with material things because that perishes. It doesn't last. But God lasts. He's eternal. He's everlasting. So if you go on the person that can bless you with these things, you win because you're not making these things your God. You're saying these things will be nice. But my mind is focused on what does God want for me? What does he want me to do? What is my purpose? Why am I here? Because that's what gives you fulfillment, satisfaction, all of that stuff. Those bags and shoes or that job will only please you temporarily. Trust me, because I I thought if I had the next great job and I could boast and tell people, look at my new job. Now I'm this. And people be like, wow, I got bored of that. Because it felt like nobody cares. No one's going to be sitting at a dinner table talking about the new job you have for the next two hours. They will forget about it. They're like, okay, that's good. Because everyone's just consumed with their own lives, to be honest. So that's just another, um, that's another point I just wanted to make. Another thing would be just the fear of bad news. And that's really much tied to the anxiety. So when you fear bad news, you you really suffocate the word of God. You really suffocate the potential of um, what God can turn in your life because you, you're fearing these things that you haven't seen. So it's almost like faith is have a believing in something we haven't seen. So when you're anxious about something, you're believing something that you haven't seen. So it's almost you're having, like you're having faith in that thing, that bad thing, that negative thing. And we don't want negative things in our lives, right? We want the blessings of God. We want the blessings that he promised in Deuteronomy 28. Everyone wants that, right? Now, if you want that, get yourself in line for it. Get yourself to receive it. You're not going to receive it from the negative line. It, It comes from the positive line. It comes from the line of faith, right? So start lining up in that line. Leave that negative line. It's not going anywhere, right? There will always be people looking for negative stuff. Just don't find yourself in that line. The next scripture 
that I wanted to bring to attention is uh, Psalm 102, verse 6 to 7. Now, for that one, it says, Surely the righteous will never be shaken. They will be remembered. They will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. So you see, when the opposite of that fear is faith, the opposite of anxiety is trust. So you're trusting that no matter what happens, God has you. So you're trusting in the, in the Lord. And it actually says they will have no fear of bad news. In other words, don't fear, don't have anxiety of the bad things that can happen, right? And it says the righteous will never be shaken. So it's saying that the righteous will never be shaken. If you trust in the Lord, you're righteous and you cannot be shaken. So those anxieties you're having that you're thinking will end your life or will do whatever to your life is almost as if you're being more fearful of it and not really trusting the fact that God can take care of that and bring you through it and you can actually come out of it better than you entered, right? And um, also wanted to flag or flag or mention uh, the scripture of Philippians 4, 6. Now, this scripture says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests to God so he says God knows that you need these things right he's he's not blind he's everywhere so when you come to him what really stood out to me here says with thanksgiving present your requests to God so it's almost like you could have something like oh I don't know how this situation is going to turn out so you will go to God and not be anxious about it but bring it to him tell him, Lord, this is what is going on. I pray against this. I pray against that. And it says, with thanksgiving. So you're like, thank you, Lord, for answering my prayers. Thank you, Lord, for you are faithful. Thank you, Lord, for you are righteous. Thank you, Lord, for you are just. I do encourage you, find there's so much in the Bible that talks about just the character of God. Tell him about that. Tell him, show him that you know how he is in situations so that he will show you exactly what is how the word of God is truth in your life today. It's not something that's written in the past that was for the people in the past. It's alive today and it can work in your life right now. So that's another thing. And it says present your requests to God. So it's not saying that, you know, a house is burning down and you're like, well, you know, it's okay. You know, I, it's it's burning, but, you know, I'm not anxious. I'm not scared. God knows we live in the world. So we are greatly affected by physical things, even though there's a spiritual side. But the physical is what we see, what we touch, what we taste, what we feel. Right. That's why everyone's like, how are you feeling? Because you're just going by what your surroundings are. That's totally separate from separate from faith. So when you come to him, you're presenting your request, but you're being thankful because you know that he can handle it and you know that coming out of it, you'll be okay, right? I do want to encourage you to uh, read the book of Job. That's something that God really got me reading and it really encouraged me because he went through it, okay? So um, I know that, every day it's not easy to just be like yes I'll just do that but the more you 
are in the word of God, the more it will produce fruit for you. And I just want to encourage you, just touch on those scriptures, touch on every one of those scriptures that I've mentioned and just study and ask God to help you through this. All right. So, um, wow. Time has flown and that's it for another episode of the Purpose Devotionals. Again, do check out the website for further blogs. Um, Heads up, a new YouTube channel is starting. Yes, Purpose Devo has come to YouTube. So just keep your eye on that and more information following that. And I do wish you a blessed week. Take care. Bye.